0: At the end of each week, I will sit and contemplate, what did I think about this week? What insights am I having in my marriage? What grabbed my attention in pop culture? What new mommy moments did I experience? Whatever makes my highlight real at the end of the week is going to be a part of the discussion. Join me. Let's talk about it. Hey, what's good? What's happening? My name is Janine. I am your host and you are tuned into What Did I Think About This Week podcast? Shout out to everybody tuning in, whether this is your first time or the 10th time. Thank you so much for being here. I'm going to annoy y'all because on every episode, I'm going to say a million and one thankful or a million and one thank yous rather because honestly, you could be anywhere in the world, but you're here with me. And I just want you to know that I am forever humbled. All right. Um, I'm really feeling super appreciative this week because I got a lot of messages from people who just basically wanted to reach out and let me know that they've been listening to the show and that they fuck with the podcast letting me know that they think I'm funny I've had people reach out to me letting me know that they're interested in starting a podcast so to know that I'm somebody that they want to reach out to and build with is super amazing so shout out to all of y'all you know who you are But moving right along to this week, I have a very special guest in the building with me here today. I've actually been trying to...
1: That's
2: right. You just
0: ruined the whole intro, sir. But it's okay it's fine,
2: <laughs> but I, 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 mean, that, that, I could add a little and shout out and say little stuff in the cut, right
0: yeah, but it was supposed to be a build up okay all right, all so right. all right, so yeah, like I was saying, this is somebody I 've been trying to get on the show for quite some time now, but you know, busy schedules, time conflicts, things like that, but as they say, delayed but never denied. Uh, This is somebody who's played a major role into the development of the woman that I am here today. He is the realest man that I've ever met, ever. He's a habitual gem dropper. He's been dripping sauce since the 70s. Um, So without further ado, without further ado, Mr. 2K Superfly himself, my daddy Charles.
2: Hey, what's up, thanks for having me me. what's up
0: everybody yeah thanks daddy for doing this i know this i'm gonna say this is out of your comfort zone because you're a people person but i know this isn't something you would do and you're really doing it off the strength of supporting me so thank you i appreciate it all right
2: no problem no
0: problem all right so to my understanding you haven't listened to an episode of of what did i think about this week podcast just off the strength of you don't want to listen to some of the conversations me and my friends have right
2: not Mm -hmm. necessarily um I wouldn't say that I don't, I don't want to listen to your podcast and <laughs> things that you have to say. I just haven't. <laughs> okay. okay. First of all, I, I've, I've heard about your podcast, but, yeah. but I don't know where to check for you at. You know, I don't know what I need to do in order to listen to your podcast because I'm not into podcasts and shit like that. <laughs> Or and stuff like that. You know,
0: so, all right. Well, you know. I'll send over a few links. But we started off this sit down by saying, you know, this is my podcast. This is my arena. You know what I'm saying? So I may or may not let out a few cursors, but just know oh, so that it's all out of respect. Like, you know, yeah. I don't give a
2: shit. So, have <laughs> you been hiding your podcast from me, or no, Daddy? Have it, you been not wanting me to hear it because of you, you using profanity and talking about topics that I might not? Uh, really agree with or something or
0: no. I post it I post every week on Facebook. You liked a post I just posted and in that post that you liked, it had links in there. So I think you're just not looking. Okay, yeah,
2: I probably overlooked it. Yeah.
0: But it's, it's like I feel like this is going to be the episode. You're like, let me tune in real quick and see. Okay. <laughs> but basically, what did I think about this week podcast? It's a podcast where at the end of the week, I talk about things that have caught my attention, whether it be in pop culture, politics, uh, news, anything that I've been thinking about, pondering about. And then I come and I share it with my listeners Mm -hmm. so that's what we're gonna do here today we're gonna I'm just gonna throw out a few topics you can jump in and comment and and I'll give your feedback okay and then at the end we'll have a conversation that's more directed towards you
1: okay cool all
0: right so before we get into what did I think about this week a quick word from our sponsors hey Kanye shut the fuck up Yeah, man, shout out to the sponsors, but the real sponsor here is really my dad. Shout out to you for buying me these mics. No
2: doubt, You know what I'm saying?
0: I'm trying to to upgrade a little bit, bring some better quality content to you guys. My
2: pleasure. Thanks, daddy. Whatever I can do to support your cause and whatever you're doing, no problem.
0: So, yeah, man, Kanye, I've been saying since episode one that I was not going to talk about him and that I was over him, but yet... Here he is yet again slithering his way into the conversation. I don't know what it is, Joe. Kanye is like that annoying, dumbass cousin that like, you know, is problematic, but he's done a lot of good in his past and that's family. So like you don't completely cast him out. But what's been going on is he's been on Twitter on a rant yet again. And this time his focus was on Drake. Apparently, he's looking into the Drake uh, verse that was on Travis's song, Travis Scott's song. And he's saying that he feels threatened by Drake. He feels like Drake was threatening his his sales, threatening his family, etc., cetera, et cetera. He feels like Travis shouldn't allow uh, Drake to drop that verse on the track, on his other extra shit. And then, um, you know, Ariana Grande, in the midst of that tweeted out and kind of subtweeted, tweeted like, hey, you know, instead of us focusing on these two grown men going back and forth on Twitter, why don't we focus on this single that, that I'm about to drop? Ah. <laughs> and then Kanye basically states that, you know, she shouldn't Uh, try to use his mental health or try to steer away from the fact that he has mental health issues to try to promote sales, etc., etc. And she apologized, which I think was weak. Can I
2: ask you something? Yeah. Do you think that he's really suffering, like, mental health? He's dealing with mental health issues because it could be he's stunting and Mm -hmm. and doing different things for attention. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. He could have, like, some type of... Uh, hypnotic, illuminati, sorcery spell on him. <laughs> the, the Kardashian spell that everybody talking about got him into some kind of sunken place and they got his head all screwed what up. What did you call You know. called it a root? You... Yeah, they might have put a root on him. <laughs> buried, his dra- buried his drawers in the backyard or something. I don't know. Put something in his food, his spaghetti. That's I don't disgusting. Know. Yeah, I, I don't know. know what's up with him. But I don't, I don't really care to be honest with yeah. you because there's so much going on in the world there's so much going on with our people, the, yeah. you know, with, with with the black race mm-hmm. and, and, you know, the minorities.
1: Yeah.
2: That we really need to focus on to the and be a better and betterment to our people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Instead of a, a lot of this stuff is just distractions.
0: I can agree with that. To mm-hmm. keep
2: our heads cloudy from focusing, you know, so we can stay not woke. There's right. a lot of people that's just not woke on mm-hmm. what's really going on. So, I- like, this whole shit with Kanye... Cloud chasing and he said this and Drake uh, dissing and all. I I mean I mean some people like to get off into that, but yeah. me, myself personally, I I, I just think I it's just a bunch of, it. bunch of men acting like little kids and and acting like women.
0: Yeah, I think you know, with uh, Ye, like you said, I think in some cases it's just for attention. I think he has tactics to kind of bring attention to himself yeah, he's anytime been like he's that. like about to drop yeah. something. But Kanye is such a thing.
2: Like the white girl that uh, Taylor Swift. Yeah. Cute, you know, she was a cute little sweet, you know the America, not, sweetheart. Yeah, America sweetheart, nice white girl, and you know she was cool, talented, the same. Yeah. You know, had her little thing together. He gets up on stage and just sabotages her getting her award and all of that. You know, he he that's that's Kanye. Yeah. He, he pulls stunts. Yeah. And shit, you know what I'm saying? So,
0: all the time. Yeah.
2: Nothing, nothing he does surprises me. Right. He did kind of surprise me when he went and met with Trump though. You know,
0: Yuck, I don't
2: know. He, said, he, he said Trump was like his dad <laughs> like <that>. Kanye <laughs> and, is bugging he put, yeah he put a hat on he said he felt like when he put the hat on he turned to Superman and we need to love this guy and uh, man that dude need to kick rocks man he does you know, he
0: needs to just, go plant
2: himself somewhere or something. <laughs> you said plant himself yeah. I
0: don't know I feel like Kanye is such a thing because he's like our representation of mental health with the black community right mm-hmm. and as I was saying before I'm here for people who are advocates for mental health awareness. I'm here for trying to educate people about mental health. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like mental health is now a scapegoat. Like, oh, I feel sad. I have a, a mental health issue. I think that that's yeah.
2: bullshit. Well, Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. That's your opinion. Too. Yeah. And, uh, I feel like you're trying to say something. No, nah, that's,
2: that's <laughs> an opinion. You, you, yeah. You're making good points. But I feel that it is a lot of people running around with mental health issues. I
0: agree. I, I've
2: uh, experienced like interact interacting with different females and
0: dun
1: dun dun.
2: Even guys, you yeah. know, is like bipolar is at an all time high right now. You know, people is really on some like really tripping. You yeah, know what I'm saying so. He could have some little mental health issues. I don't know. And look. I'm not playing hating on Kanye yeah. or nothing like that because he's a talented brother and he's smart. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying he's he's stupid or nothing like that, but I feel that he does a lot for attention.
1: Yeah.
2: He's a, extremely arrogant and uh, he, 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 just, he does too much. He's kind of extra to me. Oh, yeah.
0: Kanye's very extra. Yeah. I've
2: always thought that about him. Yeah. You know, so... That's um, just my
0: opinion. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. My whole thing with the mental health or crying mental health is bullshit in mm-hmm. in a lot of cases is because, I don't know, now all of a sudden everybody has an issue. So, for instance, you know, Pete Davidson posts that he was going to kill himself and then, and then takes it right off. And now it is a mental health issue. Right. I just feel like stop crying wolf you know what I'm saying like I don't know I just like some people hide behind the mental health umbrella because like that's what's popping right now and that's what's going to grab attention Mm -hmm. and I've spoken to a lot of friends like oh yeah you know I dated a guy that had mental health issues Mm -hmm. and he used to always use it as as an excuse and I just feel like I just feel like you know anytime you take a serious issue and try to weaponize it to further whatever your your thing is Mm -hmm. that's whack
2: so i feel i feel a lot of it has to do with the drugs that
0: Mm -hmm.
2: that's uh that's in the game right now like a lot of a lot of the youth you know even adults are taking. like back in back in the days when i was growing up like real talk you know the teenage years you and your boys want to Kind of run wild, go to house parties, you know, drink on some uh, MD twenty twenty, <laughs> get a forty ounce, pass it around, go to the spot, get a get a dime bag of a, well, and my, no,
0: it's, it's it's fine, you know,
2: get get a nickel bag or a dime bag or some good size, or, or it, it, it wasn't called me just some reggie, you know, get some reg, you know, regular weed, smoke, laugh, have a good time, dance with girls all night. You feeling high, you feeling nice, you feel like you spit some of your your best game You feel real <laughs> clever. You know, that's how it was my era. Right. You know what I'm saying? Worst case scenario, we might drink a little too much of the uh, the O. E. and and get belligerent and, and tear somebody basement up at a house party, like <laughs> straight up remodel the basement or something like that. But now, you know, you got you got you got people peel popping. Terrible. What, what? Percocets, Zannies, Mollys, and They don't,
0: Daddy Quailus is like a 70s. Yeah, well,
2: people still take them.
0: How do you get a Quailus? They don't even make them anymore, I heard.
2: Man, you don't know what you're taking out there. <laughs> and you know, I could, yeah, this man brought out yeah, yeah, you'll never know. But pe- people probably taking them out. Have they Have they stopped making them?
0: To my understanding, Quaaludes is like an old drug. They don't even have. Okay, those so they don't anymore. even make
2: Quaaludes no more.
0: Remembering um, the uh, Wolf of Wall Street, he was happy be- because he had the um, very last Quaalude right. ever made. Well, I saw,
2: I saw a dude. Uh, a little rapper Trippy Red or something like Look, that. Uh-huh. I said, Man, Quaalus ain't gone nowhere. That <laughs> motherfucker on some Quaalus or some Trippy Red and a little pump and all that. and uh uh, uh 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 what's the what's the other dude <laughs> the other dude's name? Um little devil worshiping little motherfucker uh what's his name? X X X. Nah Rest in peace. Yeah, rest him. in peace. Yeah, that, that was sad what happened to that kid. Yeah. Uh I can't think of his Boo, name. Ba- now he's real, baby popular, real popular. Real popular dude. Uzi. Um, yeah, Uzi Vert. Yeah, Lou Uzi Vert. He's on Quaaludes. <laughs> I don't give a fuck with nobody. <laughs> he, he
0: just playing Quaaludes on everybody. Yeah, I,
2: don't, I don't know what's going on with these guys, but hey, to each his own. To but I feel that a, a lot of the mental health issues does have to do with the loud, you know, motherfuckers smoking too much loud, too much You don't gas. know what is in this Yeah, Yeah, anymore. you don't know what, what's in this. It's all of, like... From a dealer's point of view, mm-hmm. it's all about the hustle. It's all about the flip. It's all about the money. Yeah. They know everybody want the gas. Everybody want the loud. So, y- you know, you might take some regular and-, and do something to it to give it that effect. Mm-hmm. Not really caring what it's going to do to people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, I feel that a lot of the drugs that people are taking, the pills and mixing it, you know, the lean. You know you know what lean is, right? Yeah. Yeah, promethazine, right? Yeah. Yeah, so you know, you got you got people drinking codeine and mixing all of this stuff, going to sleep, never waking up. Terrible. Or they may they might wake up and walk around dead and because they <laughs> they done did do so many drugs. I don't know, man. Oh you wake b- up dead. Yeah, it's a bunch of crazy stuff going on yeah. man with with the drugs, with the youth with the youth. With the youths. Yeah, so Yeah we, man. You don't have to talk about it and, and, and uh just I don't know. I don't we, know, man. I what can mean, be done.
0: Like, I don't what? know, it's out of control mm. moving right along Yeah. so let's talk about Meek Mill Meek Mill dropped a Fire album recently but uh, not to really focus too much on that since Meek has come back home he's really been pushing for prison reform and yeah i i I think that he's doing a really good job i saw him do an interview on um cnn for him to be on that platform and i feel like really hold his own the 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 host was really asking him questions to to um try to trip him up and 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 i thought he handled himself very very well Mm -hmm. and what i also like about meek is meek is like listen i'm not like i'm not I'm not the civil rights leader. Like I know that I can't change it. I'm just voicing my personal experiences and how I know that there's things that have to be done to change it. But he's real and saying, I don't have the answers and I'm not about to die for it either. Like I'm about to. I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna connect myself with, with the right people so that when it's time to make a move or when it's time to make a change, I have educated people speaking and really pushing to make the proper changes. Right. So shout out to me.
2: Yeah. Shout out to him. Hey, I I applaud him for that. For sure. That's what it takes. It takes a lot of us, you know, making major moves like that Mm -hmm. in that direction to build our people. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. I like that. And I can acknowledge the fact that there's a system in place to throw black men in the system at a larger rate than anybody else. And I do understand that, but I also feel like I'm going to need y'all to start taking responsibility for your actions. You know what yeah, I'm saying? I, w- I wanted to
2: say, I'm glad you brought that up because I feel that we know this. It's nothing new. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They, they like to take young men, snatch us away from our families, mm-hmm. put us in these prisons and enslave and, and us. You know, prison is another form of slavery for sure. You know, when they, uh, when they abolished, when they so called abolished or, or stopped slavery, they immediately started building prisons.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: they're all top. Y'all don't have, y'all niggas don't have no rights here taking us from the plantation, throwing us into prison, mm-hmm. another form of slavery. Right, right, right. So it, it, it still exists. So um, we really need to be aware of what's going on and know the obstacles that we have out here. And, and it's a lot of opportunity. For, for young men and young women to get into, mm-hmm. to put them mm-hmm. in a positive direction so that they don't have to end up, in the, you know, taking these penitentiary chances right. and getting caught up and, and getting snatched away from their family mm-hmm. or even murdered by the police or you and the dope gang getting murdered by another dope dealer or, or the goons yeah. or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We got to take advantage of a lot of these positive things that's going on. Educate yourself, get a trade, you know, make make it happen. Right. And like you said, one, you know, I I, I just want to say this too. Like you said, uh, what you said about Meat Meal was wonderful. A lot of the rappers are very brilliant. mm Hmm. You know, very smart young men, strong minds, and we need to start rapping about more positive things and quit quit glorifying and perpetuating the destruction of our people. As far as like that trap. doesn't
0: bump. Inside
2: the club, though, <laughs> like yeah, 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 you're right. It don't. That's the messed but, up part. But you could, you could make some like, like back in the day, like I was putting you up on special Ed, mm-hmm. KRS One. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot, a lot of the rappers back in the days, uh, Kwam, you know, Kwame. We had a lot of. It was a bunch of creativity, mm-hmm. and it, you know, it was a bunch of. You it's know, very people, watered yeah, down Yeah, people respected lyricists. You know, mm-hmm. people talking about some somebody that could tell the story. Now it's all about a, 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 a thumping beat and you rapping about. Your, your AP and a, you got 200, 300,000 around your neck and, and and all of that. Right. And how much drugs you selling and, and everybody want to trap and act like they from the streets and shit like that. We got to quit perpetuating destruction. You right. know what I'm saying? And start like guiding our youth into a, a better direction because the message that's being sent out is causing a lot of these little young homies to straight up crash out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When right. I say crash... You lose your life out here right. or end up in the penitentiary for the rest of your life.
0: And I feel you know like too brain? like if if you make a decision to live a certain lifestyle, whether it be hidden licks, whether it be home invasions, whether yeah. it be selling drugs, understand that that there's consequences to your actions right, and right. we all know that means jail that means mm-hmm. getting killed you know heaven right. forbid but there's consequences consequences to your actions mm-hmm. so what i don't understand is why when people who are living that life and something happens everybody's like that's oh so oh like i'm free ray right, ray right. right. what what did you think what happen? you know right, what i'm saying right, so i just feel like we need to make a better decisions and what prompted that is you know we watch love and hip hop yeah, <laughs> and and Jewels is facing ten years in jail for yeah. uh, a weapons charge. Yeah, he
2: said he's so high he ain't even know that the weapon was in there. He didn't. He, and didn't he know tried what to was casually walk out. Yeah, he said he, they said they had to call security. or Whatever. He said he just walked out. He just he walked know. up. He didn't find out a gun was in the bag until was like, "Damn, see, that's what I'm saying." That's what Them I'm saying. And all the crap. Like
0: and my that. whole thing is like, Jewel's like, why, are like, you've been making bad choices, and then he says that he blames all of that because he got addicted so, to Percocets after hey, having his teeth fixed. Yeah. Jewel's, you really expect me to but believe hey. you? You you weren't doing any drugs, but for that tooth yeah, surgery? Yeah,
2: yeah, but you know, a lot of a lot of people have back surgeries or. Go through some type of surgery or yeah. have uh, certain pains where they have to get like perks, yeah, yeah, and, and they do get addicted from them. I feel like said. they yeah. have withdrawals and, and stuff. So, if we're judging off a, of
0: Jewel's music, you can't tell me you weren't doing drugs yeah, yeah. prior to the perk Hey,
2: but I he, he's, he's doing what you got to do right now, you know, <laughs> to try to try to fight his case or whatever. So, I mean, it's unfortunate, but yeah. you got to think about what you're doing out here. Fact. You know what I'm
0: then in um, in an episode where he was going to court to try to figure out what the next move is, mm-hmm. you know, him and Kimbella got into a little argument inside the car and he says something along the lines of, I just feel like she she should be more comforting inside of my time of turmoil. She y- should this is what happens whenever you have a woman that 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 pretty much you don't do right by. I feel like she, she's held it down a very long time and I feel like that, that's a decision she made to stay, right. but she has a lot of pent up emotions and things that she hasn't quite healed from, so I'm sorry let if I can't be 100% L- comforting right now. Let me, let me, right let me now. tell
2: you this though, the, the life that dips at, yeah. you know, jewels and and, you know, Jewel's tied in with the streets. Yeah. You know, Harlem Cats. Mm-hmm. Jewel done, done some things out here. Jim, Jimmy Jones and Cameron. She knew what she was getting involved with. I'm sure that uh, she witnessed him doing some shit way mm-hmm. deeper than smoke. you know, getting caught up with a gun in the airport. This
0: is true. You know mm-hmm. what I'm
2: saying? And she been eating off of that.
0: This she, is also true. She's living
2: in mansions and, and, and riding forums and all that off of this hustling off of what he was doing in the streets mm-hmm. as well as what he is getting off the music and, and, yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. So I mean hey. you, you crying about it, but this this is what you signed up for. This is why it's there. good to have another perspective
0: because yeah. I was on something. Like, You say, can't expect me to be on yeah. yeah. Say right. for
2: instance, I am I'm, I'm banking.
0: Yeah.
2: I wanna I wanna rep the Vice Lords. Mm. Or I wanna rep the, the Bloods or whatever. And I get tied in with these guys. And you know the demo. Hey, bro, we got a problem with these cats. They laid one of our boys down. We know where these niggas is at. Yeah. You was just over here with us talking about you love this nigga. This is like, like your little brother or whatever. So what you gonna do about we, it? We, we, got, we got to go handle our business. Yeah. You, you 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 with the set. You got this shit tatted on you. We put you on the hood. You know what I'm saying? We gave you the burning. Told you that you need to go and do what you got to do with this. Come back. You with the set. But all of a sudden, <laughs> you you got a problem. You got issues with how they moving. You knew what you signed up for. This is true. You knew what you, you know, signed so up that, for. That's like that's like these chicks that get up with these rappers. They know the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. These dudes is talking about it in their music. They live in it. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of them living it. Some of them faking it. But you know, you, you you dealing with a dude with a rock and roll lifestyle. You Literally. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I'm, I I ain't trying to be insensitive or whatever. I feel what you saying, but hey.
0: But you make
2: a lot of sense yeah, yeah, too. So she, I can respect it. Yeah, yeah. She I can knew, respect. She, knew what she was signing up for man. And and it's like he's down right now. You can tell like he he beat. Yeah. Like, damn, bro, I can't believe that I got myself in this situation. But look, the cake been baked. Mm-hmm. This is what's up. You you my wife, we, we got something we, we get a fiance, we got we got a kid together or children together, whatever. We're 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 a team. Right.
0: You know,
2: you, you my you my real. Mm-hmm. Hey, through the good, the bad, it's bad right now. It's dark right now. I need you, yeah, more than uh, out of any other thing that we going through. I need you right now. Hold me down. You, you, you tripping and crying about all this other shit. I need you right now. Hold me down. All this right. nigga about to do time. Yeah,
0: that's true. You know what I'm
2: saying? He ain't no real big buffed out guy. He's he look like he don't really have no good squabbles. So he <laughs> think about getting his manhood took. He think about getting pump, pumped out on the yard. All kind yeah. of stuff. When, when you about to do a bid, all that shit going through your mind.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You know what I'm saying? And, and, she, and she in his ear with all that. That's you know true. What I'm I
0: mean, I don't know. That's why I just I can't be yeah. with nobody because I I, I I don't know how how to be that chick. But anyway, right, right, right. we ran on. Speaking of holding it down and knowing what you got yourself into, mm. El Chapo's wife makes a statement <laughs> and says, "I did not know my husband was a criminal." <laughs> shout out you. to you. Yeah, Listen, yeah, I you didn't know that. nothing. I didn't see <laughs> the right, coming out right. to me. To my right. understanding, my husband was big, was like inside of <laughs> in a he was in the construction business. Right, 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 right. I don't know nothing. Uh-huh. So shout out to her. That's how you are definitely supposed to hold it down. Um, so to get into some entertainment and some silly stuff, have you seen the how uh, Jacquees created this whole uproar on, on social media because he says he is the king of R&B of his generation?
2: I've been hearing little little people commenting on it, but... I really didn't hear what he said.
0: First of all, we all know who the real king of R and B is, Mr. Randy Watson and Sexual Chocolate. <laughs> We're not even gonna play uh, games. We know who uh, the real king of R and B is, Randy Watson. Exactly,
2: ladies and gentlemen.
0: But no, nah, I think that I don't know. I'm on the fence about it because in inside Jaquaz's defenses, he really is the only singer of his generation. If we think about Trey songs and like Chris Brown, that's that's really for my age group. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. For him, there's not a lot of R and B singers. And the whole king of R and B debate, I feel it's hard to do because we don't have real R and B anymore. I feel like R. What are you, you going to well, say?
2: Well, it's like I just got hip to him from love and hip hop. What did he make?
0: I couldn't tell you. Like, I don't know. Like real
2: tall. Like I ain't trying to hate on him, but yeah, I
0: don't know.
2: I, I'm I'm really not hip to him,
0: I couldn't what tell thing? you one song. I just know so that he's the was...
2: king. You need to be ringing like That's they need what, yeah. to be like banging your, your stuff all on the radio. Mm-hmm. And, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like, like, like Gucci Heat right now. That that song with him and Bruno Mars. <laughs> I'm so fly. I'm so yeah. But anyway, he's not R&B. There. Yeah, yeah. I know he ain't R&B, but I'm just saying, if you if you got a banger,
1: yeah,
2: it's gonna be heard everywhere. Yeah, like that, like that joint with Gucci and Bruno Mars. Now they banging that in Houston. Yeah, I'm I'm, in, I'm riding through Columbia, South Carolina. They banging that shit. I'm out in Myrtle Beach. That, that shit, I mean, they banging it. They playing it. Right. When it, when the hit come out, you got heat, it's going to be heard all over. I haven't, what I'm saying is I haven't heard I like that. I feel
0: you. Me neither. Chris Brown, you.
2: I've heard, like, when he got some mm-hmm. heat out, uh, uh, damn. Uh, here we
0: go.
2: I, I, You know my memory as fuck. I can't think, as far as songs, I can't remember. What song are you thinking about? On the other
1: side.
0: Oh, uh, uh, you know I what know what he's talking about. Yeah. I couldn't say, but I know what song yeah. you're talking about.
2: Damn, man. What, 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 what is it, though?
0: Uh, I know what song you're about. I, I can't the say. The grass that. ain't greener on the other side. side. Yeah, yeah, that's your I album.
2: Mean, no,
0: Chris Brown yeah, comes out with, with some, some fire. fire right, for and, sure. it,
2: and it's like when he come out with some, you hear it everywhere. Yes,
0: for sure. You know
2: what I'm saying? But, My uh, whole
0: argument is that R and B has not been R and B since the 90s. I feel like right. a whole, I feel like a, a lot of the singers now are really like trap soul. I sing, but rap too, which yeah. is fine. Yeah. But when I think R and i I'm like R and B is a genre where it was supposed to be talking about love and like passion. Now, everybody
2: want that like they so street. I'm from the streets. Yeah. I'm hood. Everybody. I mean, it's that's the swag. It's like that's the swag right. with a lot of the R and B singers now. Right. You know
0: what I'm so I don't know. I feel like if you're not coming to me on on a Joe level or like a old Tyrese sweet sweet yeah. lady level, Keith Sweat. Keith Sweat, level, don't talk to me. about all y'all, y'all know
2: about Alexander O'Neill. No. You know what I'm saying? You haven't never heard of him. Mm-hmm. Wake me in the morning, mm. oh girl, Sing it, with you know <clears throat> Alexander O'Neill, LeVert. <laughs> I know you're One way switch. I
0: know one way. I call your name, girl, You,
2: never <laughs> in, you know, I already yeah. Don't get me started. I there. wish I
0: could see him <laughs> really singing it. To
2: <laughs> but that, that's R&B to <laughs> me. Exactly. I just
0: feel like yeah. the whole king of R&B. Unless you come in on that flavor, you really can't. And then plus, I
2: feel people got to give you that title.
0: Boom. You know
2: what I'm saying? Like for real. Some a lot of people say R R Kelly is the king of R&B. I hear a lot of people yeah. saying
0: that. Yeah, you know, what I'm I can saying? see it because yeah. he's dropped a lot of fire, and I feel mm-hmm. like a lot of babies were made to R. Kelly. So you yeah, know, you I feel like, like that. that that should be a prerequisite. How right. many babies not have you? I'm he's held, the king of R and
2: B, but a lot of people say if anybody, it should be R. Kelly. R. Kelly. So R. The king of R&B. who do you feel
0: like would be the king of R and I
2: mean, from what time frame? From, what from
0: I feel like from from like you understanding what R and B is up until now.
2: Man, nah, that's a hard question. Man, that's so many.
0: If are you? I want to do a top five. Yeah. Okay, I'm, go. I don't I, I don't.
2: I I'm not doing a top five. I mean, I ain't on it like that. But I can't really say. I don't yeah. know.
0: All right. Well. Yeah. We just know that Jock ja Queez for us, yeah. but maybe to the younger generation, I don't know, perhaps, yeah, I but know. I couldn't tell you a song. All, all I know is that there was a viral video where he was giving a girl a lap dance on stage, a hot mess.
2: You know why I can't really give an answer to that? Because it's just been so much garbage, man. Yeah. A lot, a lot of the so-called love songs are, are disrespectful now.
0: Agree that's what I'm saying. R and B used so to women. be about me me loving this girl I wanting I wife this yeah. girl Like, like, like yeah, that. like
2: when we was coming up, we could we could be riding on Saturday in, in, in the in the Buick in the Park Avenue with grandmother. Mm-hmm. And listen to uh W Z A K. We riding, you know, we in Cleveland and the R and B song come on, you listen to it from the beginning to the end. You know what I'm saying? The Commodores. Mm-hmm. Or, or something like that, you know. The OJs, the Barclays, you know, you 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 listening to songs front to back, and they talking about love and respecting. Mm-hmm. How, how they how they missing this woman mm-hmm. when it's cold outside, girl? Who are you holding? Oh, you could be, you know, <laughs> and, and and you know your your grandmother in the yeah, car. Everybody, she, everybody it. feeling it, it's good. It, it was good music. Yeah. Now it's like, girl, I I, I knock your back out. I want to hit you and slap it and all. Uh, you know, talking <laughs> about, but yeah, Man. yeah. They they talking real graphic, yeah, real pornographic. Really disgusting. Yeah, it, it, it's it's disrespectful. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. only the women, but just I mean, you got things about people riding the cars with their children mm-hmm. and you know they might be taking your mom to a doctor's appointment or something and mm-hmm. you listen to all the you can even listen to on the, the radio, radio Yeah, so I just I, I just kind of fell off of the whole R&B if I play R&B, I'm playing the old stuff, which is really what Yeah, worrying. that's just me.
0: And I feel like yeah. I don't. Know, maybe it's just a transition <laughs> into genres because if you think about it, you I mentioned the um, Commodores and all that. Mm. I feel like they're more sort of soul. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. And I feel like they went from soul to R&B. Now it's uh, whatever this trap soul is. You right, know what I'm right. saying? So oh, maybe that's what they
2: call it trap soul. You know,
0: like mm-hmm. trap soul is like a Bryson Tiller. Yeah. Or like um, you talking about busting a breakdown?
2: Not I, necessarily. I gotta have a brick, I'm about to go out here and trap, and then I'm gonna come back and make love. No, to go, it's like, more to like, like single. Your booty. Come
0: on now. First of all, all right, whatever. Next next topic. So next topic. I am so excited because Netflix has now and I don't know, I could be late on this, but Netflix now has the Friday trilogy of Available. Oh, yeah. And I'm so happy right. because now a new generation can be introduced to Friday. And there's a lot of people my age who's never seen Friday. And I just never thought about that. Like, I have a friend who's from Cuban. And, and she's from Florida. Shout out to Dimes. and What's up, Dime <laughs> And I was just making all <clears throat> all these Friday references. And she didn't know what I was talking about. And yeah, I just right. figured everybody had watched it. So, this is like a cult classic for Black culture, so I'm happy that everybody can now see Friday. God. So, out of the Fridays, this is a debate: which
2: one is the best <laughs> one? <laughs> hey, Debo, my pop want me to get my bike back. You know, right? I want him true. Yeah, you know, it's gonna be like both of ours. We just gonna keep it down in my house. <laughs> that that's the, that's my favorite one. The first one.
0: I feel like it depends that's on it, what bro. mood. All, I'm in. all
2: of all of them are. I mean, that that's kind of hard, but yeah, yeah number one was, was was tight. Yeah, but I think it's amazing. It's like if a if a rapper comes out with a, a banging album, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, 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 uh, the chronic, like Dr. Dre came with the chronic, mm-hmm. then they had, uh, Snoop Dogg, what was it, Doggy Style yeah. after that, mm-hmm. and then, uh, the Dog Pound with Daz now, boom, boom, boom. He, you know, you got one, one banger, then boom, the next project banging, the next project banging. That's how I look at it with the Fridays,
0: Facts. you know, yeah. what I'm all of them are Easily banging, good.
2: yeah, all, I mean, yeah, so it's like. I might think that the first Friday is the best. Somebody else might think the Friday after next. I mean, all of them are cool. It
0: depends on what mood mm-hmm. I'm in. Right now it's Christmas, so I've been watching the Friday after next on, yeah. on Replay. Merry Christmas milk from yeah.
2: Pinky. Uh, you know, I, a lot of people a lot of people be like, uh, Chris Tucker funnier than Mike Els. Mike else. I don't know, but I, I like I like Mike Els. Yeah. yeah, he you know, I didn't know nothing about him until uh next Friday. Mm-hmm. And I thought he, him and Ice Cube has a, a Good great chemistry, chemistry together. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, you know I was feeling that one too. You know, and I
0: can pre- I I think Ice Cube is really a creative genius because he was able to do like these banging albums and then to create these m- movies. Not only Friday, <laughs> I feel like a lot of movies Cube has done has been really good. Right. And I like that he's been able to partner up with up-and-coming comics and coming and, mm-hmm. and put them on, whether it be Mike Epps, Cat Williams, Michael Blackson. You know, he right. was able to really in, introduce a lot of people to these people and mm-hmm. we know them from Fridays. Right. So, shout-out to Cube. I yeah, love shout him. Yeah, shout-out
2: to Cube. Yeah, big, man, ups.
0: big ups. Yeah. Last but not least, on our What Did I Think About This Week B- bullet notes um atlanta united soccer team wins the championship right. and celebrates by taking the trophy to magic city yes, and is. the trophy gets a lap dance
2: <laughs> <laughs> this
0: is the most atlanta thing i've ever right. seen lemon pepper hot wings was definitely served a lot, a lot of people, be hating, yeah, a lot of
2: people be hating on the atl man they they be talking about all the gays running around it, it is a lot of that you know you got a lot of trannies uh, it you, is a lot. daddy
0: you can't say trannies well, well you have to say trans I'm sorry
2: no no disrespect to the transsexuals
0: I or, am or, learning or, as well just so I, yeah. Yeah. I didn't I didn't
2: know yeah. but yeah um th- that a lot of people from other cities mm-hmm. that's what they pop about ATL They say that first about but this. A- ATL mm-hmm. ATL got to go on man it's it's big it's a big beautiful city mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying you got you dealing with people from all ethnicities
1: mm-hmm. from
2: everywhere. I got I got friends from Chicago, California, Detroit, Alabama, Laos, Thailand, mm-hmm. China, Thailand. Ghana, Liberia, Nigeria. Mm-hmm. Like real talk. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got a, a big variety of, of, of people from everywhere. It's so much to do. We got mm-hmm. some eel restaurants. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of good places to eat. We got the bangingest Turned up in strip clubs <laughs> everybody host. everybody everybody know like back in the days man I, I used to go to strip clubs I went to a strip club here and there I went a couple to, here yeah. and there one or and two I went up to a spot man I didn't even know nothing about BMF or whatever but meet them in there with, with long meat with, with chinchillas on mm-hmm. Ferraris and Lamborghinis and Bentleys and shit all outside the club. These niggas making it. That's the first time I saw saw niggas making it rain mm-hmm. with big meats in them. Like that's Industry real. Club, yeah. yeah, that's real. Yeah. Then they had a one twelve. Yeah, I
1: remember. Went up, yeah, went
2: up in one twelve. There's up in one twelve. Turned up, mm-hmm. you know, with their BML jerseys on and mm-hmm. throwing money and all. The niggas was really doing it big. That was a real thing. But that that's it, it go down the line, man. <laughs> it goes down. It goes down the ATL, <laughs> man. Right, Atlanta is a good city. Yeah, people need to quit hating on the ATL, man.
0: And guys, we are to capacity. Yeah. Don't nobody else move here. We good. Yeah, like, yeah,
2: we're, yes. yeah. That's that's one thing. It is it's overpopulated. Yes, yeah, It's, it's yeah, some years overpopulated. Too yeah. many people down here, man. But. I, you know, I, I, I rep ATL, but I'm from Cleveland. I rep Cleveland. That's where I'm from, born and raised, just so y'all know. Yeah.
0: <laughs> just in case you didn't yeah. know. All right, well, y'all, that wraps up what I think about this week in entertainment That's and it. such. We, we what? done? We oh. not done. We got, we're going to actually go into our next segment. <laughs> you did a good job. Talked a lot. I'm this just stuff. talking, yeah. I'm yeah, just obviously. Just
2: Jesus. You want me to do this is what a podcast is about, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. So now on to... <laughs> Lord have mercy. On to our introspective moments. Introspective moments with Nina. My introspective moment this week is coming to terms with the fact that I have daddy issues. All right. Now... My dad is sitting right here in front, of a, in front of me. He's been a part of the whole episode. If you know me or if you are part of my social media, you can tell that it's very apparent that me and my dad have a great relationship. Right? Always. That's right. So, but introspective moments is really just me sitting down one day, may or may not have had a beer, and I'm just thinking about some stuff. And my concepts, I may be reaching a little bit, but if you be patient, I'm going to break it on down, Okay. So, daddy issues usually comes with a negative connotation. It comes with, you know, girls that start stripping, girls who have trust issues, girls who look for love in all the wrong places, dating older men, looking for father figures, blah, 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 Mm. right? Now, but for me... And for girls like me, because I know that there's a lot of us out there, when you have a father who is so thorough and who's so down and who has been present and who's actually been a father to you, mm-hmm. it's not necessarily an issue with me. It's more like if you come into my life and you're not about the right thing, it's more like an issue for you, right?
2: Yeah, real quick. <laughs> you're going to get dealt with.
0: Yeah. Back and back. and not so much even on a physical sense, meaning my my dad will pull up on you, but I, I know that he go, will. You. Yeah, for real. I know that yeah. he will. No okay. (laughs) but more so even I just feel like when when you're a girl who grows up with her father you know you kind of walk into the world with a different layer of confidence and with this different sense of like internal stability to where it's just a lot of things you don't put up with there you you know what real respect looks like you know what it means to have somebody who is genuinely there for you. Mm-hmm. So, you don't have time to put up with the bullshit. Right. And sometimes that can come off as as I'm being cocky or I think I'm all that or I'm Or I'm too reserved. But it's not that. It's just that I don't have time to deal with somebody who's not really, who really doesn't have good intentions for me. Yeah,
2: that's
0: right. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, it's
2: not good for you and it's really not good for
0: them. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Especially
2: if I find out.
0: Yeah. So that's what I mean by daddy issues. That's more my positive twist on the term. Now, daddy, as I said, you know, we have a really great relationship. Some of my earliest memories of having memories has been with you, whether it be ride riding the power wheel jeep or right. or like um you frying a big bag of French fries and pretty much us demolishing the whole bag
2: right, with
0: ketchup, with ketchup yeah. or nothing or but fries, <laughs> nothing <Yeah>. but fries, <laughs> <laughs> or um or um us doing the Tootsie roll dance. Just I can go on and on, right? right so. Right um and we never really had a big falling out or anything
2: teach me how to swim teach me how to swim you You was kicking I just dropped you in the water and, you and just,
0: I came up I was like oh I can swim yeah, I could do it, yeah. 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 yeah so you know different things like that and we never had a major falling out but like when I was like 16 17 you know though that normal age of where I think I'm grown I think I got yeah. things figured out i I would want to go do me, but yeah. you're a father, and it was a like, lot of things she was like, hold on, you're not about to do that, I'm not about to let that happen, etc. Yeah. So we kind of bumped heads a little bit, but yeah, nothing a too bit, crazy. Not, not
2: major, yeah.
0: right? But when I was in college, like around 1920, I feel like we kind of reached a point where we kind of rekindled that a little, like our you, you friendship.
2: Was, you was in college in 1920. You that
0: old? You know, when I was 19 years old, 20 oh, years yeah.
2: old. You're retarded. <laughs>
0: <laughs> retarded, yo. Yeah. So... Uh, yeah, so I feel like that was a time where we started kind of being, like, best friends again, right? And because of that, I had a final project in my English class where I had to write a definitive essay. Mm-hmm. And my thesis was the true definition of a, a father. And I basically, you know, broke down how, in retrospect, I understood why you handled things a certain way or how appreciative I am for you, right? Right, right. So now that I'm super grown, I have a three-year-old of my own. Mm-hmm. You're now papo, not just daddy. Yeah,
2: that's right. You know what I'm saying? Love that little girl. Little Jade. Shout out to Jade. Shout out to
0: Jade. Mm, My Um, first grandbaby. Right. I just thought that it would be interesting to have a conversation to kind of let you define what fatherhood has been for you. Right?
2: Okay.
0: All right, cool. So for the people who don't know... Uh, Before you were daddy, you were just Chucky and from Cleveland, right? Right, right. So give us a little synopsis of what it was like growing up in Cleveland and what your childhood was like in Cleveland.
2: Well, back home in Cleveland, it was never a dull moment. I grew up in a neighborhood. I grew up in the hood. Mm -hmm. It wasn't a lot of gunplay, a lot of violence and stuff. It was violence, but it wasn't no gunplay. But for the most part, we had a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. We we were very creative. We wasn't the type to want to sit in the house and play video games all day, or or be on on a IG and all that tweeting and twitting and all that shit. We <laughs> we get out, uh, play football, go ride bikes, steal bikes, you know whatever. We what? we was always into something, right. you know. Um, Cleveland was cool. I learned a lot. I learned about survival. I, mm-hmm. I've dealt with uh, real con artists. Mm-hmm. I've dealt with. Uh, Women that was in the streets, like on the hustle, twerk, you know, getting to their money. Mm-hmm. I dealt with people from all different walks of life as a teenager.
0: Right.
2: Not not saying that I was side by side like posse yeah, up with yeah. them, wrong, but I interacted with a right. lot of different up people. On shoulders. Yeah, yeah. And back then, I realized I had a gift that I could reach out and like chameleonize. Like I could, like kind of like a chameleon, mm-hmm. I could blend in with yeah. any type of groups of people. I could rock. Like, in, in Garfield, it was predominantly black, if mm-hmm. not all black. You might see an old white family that's that's been around for years that just didn't move <laughs> here or there. But for the, mo- for the most part, it was all black. Mm-hmm. But uh, before I moved to Atlanta, I moved to Bedford Heights, which is a suburb, mm-hmm. the same school that Halle Berry went to. And I did go to school with Halle Berry.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Got in a talent show, I, I was in a pop locking and shit like that. So <laughs> me and this dude named Big Mac had gotten a talent show. The girls were screaming. You know, we had a cold routine or whatever. And I remember walking down the hallway. And Hallie was a, a Bedford Bearcat cheerleader, and she came up to me. She's like, "Hey, I like you guys' routine yesterday. You did good. I, I, I like you jammed or whatever." And I was like, "Yeah, and you're the prettiest girl in the school. You are so beautiful. I love you, Hallie Berry." And she started <laughs> laughing and hit my shoulder and walked off with her little. She had a cool little walk. With the, little, oh my god! But yeah, <laughs> I remember that. That was a good memory. But uh, Cleveland was dope. Nice. Cleveland was fun. It was a fun city, but it start it started getting kind of bad. In the mid late eighties, the crack head. Mm. and the late eighties, we moved to Atlanta.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, I got down here. I started working. I was on I was on the females real heavy, you know, and and working, and getting to my money. And in about six months after I moved down here, went back to Cleveland. Some of the prettiest girls in the neighborhood were strawberries. They was walking around looking like zombies. Some of the dudes that was riding around... They called them strawberries. Like I, was, I was so lost. I was
0: like, Yeah, what yeah, is
2: a- Strawberries is girls that used to walk around and, and turn tricks. Oh, okay. $10, $20, a pack of cigarettes and a beer or whatever. $5, whatever. That's terrible,
0: yeah.
2: To go get a hit of crack. Mm-hmm. And some of the nicest looking girls from the neighborhood... And just Some of the girls that were so-called squares... Or just round-away girls got strung out on this stuff. Mm-hmm. And some of the cool guys... They call them cooties. Mm-hmm. Like in Cleveland, instead of G's or, or, or whatever, we call them cootie bops. Mm-hmm. Some some of, the, some of the coolest cooties in Cleveland that was riding around with nice Cadillacs, Park Avenues, Cutlasses, Monte Carlos or whatever, had their swag popping mm-hmm. that you would get gained from as a shorty. You talk to these cats.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: A lot of them niggas was strung out. I know that had to be crazy. You pull crazy. up with your boys that run up to the car. Hey, hey man, what's up? Y'all got, who, who got some crap? It broke my heart. I cried. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I literally like tears come down my eyes. Oh, I can't believe this yeah, shit. Yeah, that's crazy. Like you know what I'm saying. Yeah. But uh, that's how I was growing up in Cleveland, and then coming down here. I came down here. I just got uh, <laughs> I got focused. But I, I was, I was doing <laughs> my little one too. Yeah, right. I don't want to get into detail. Right. but I, I had my team. Shout out to you know my boy Silent Bliss. Shout out, hey, free my nigga Dre. I love you, homie. You know what I'm saying? LT, Jeff Lennon, Jay Boone, Hitman, Love Y'all. We, we was doing it back then. You know what I'm saying? We had the little pyramid scheme. We was monopolizing. We we, we had, uh we had, we had, we had, where where we were staying at, we had the whole area. Right. You know what I'm saying? We had respect.
0: Okay. And that's
2: what it was about back then, getting it. Street cred, respect. Right. and We had respect, major. Nice. You know
0: I feel you still. I feel like growing up, I would go out with you. You knew everybody, like everywhere we went. But oh, Chucky, what's up? And right, like right, everybody right. rocked with you. Yeah. And right. I always wanted to be like, I want to be that person where everybody likes me. Everybody. Yeah, ain't cool ain't with nobody.
2: Me. Ain't nobody really try to clown me or play me. I had. I had some incidents. You know when you when you leave one city and you kind of wild or you got a mm-hmm. reputation, you. Like, kind of on that street life type tip or whatever, Mm -hmm. and you move to another city, you got this glare on you. Mm -hmm. So, you're going to have haters. You're going to have guys that want to test you. Mm -hmm. And that happened with me. And I, you know. You
0: may or may not have fought a couple of Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah, I I, I represented. Yeah. Let me just say that. That was a nice way to put it. Yeah, I I represented it, and I got them off me. Mm -hmm. And my name started ringing because of that. Mm -hmm. So, the respect level was up. You know what I'm saying? Right.
0: So you moved down here from Cleveland, mm-hmm. ended up going back home, came back down to <laughs> Atlanta, yeah. Yeah. and you met this Venezuelan mommy wearing a Gloria Vanderbilt jeans. Tight jeans. <laughs> yeah,
2: walking down the hallway, had some Gloria Vanderbilt jeans.
0: Lord have mercy. Yeah. So um, but, but before we get into you and mommy, mm. what was the biggest transition or what was the hardest transition for you moving from Cleveland to Atlanta?
2: Well, I knew everybody. I had my connections. I had a 76 Cutlass that I was working on trying to fix up. Excuse me. I had a girlfriend that I was in love with. Mm-hmm. Alicia Riley, shout out to you. What's up? Yeah, but... For I'm really, going to bleep
0: her name out. Yeah,
2: and, yeah that was real. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's what you said what, what was I dealing with when yeah. I left. That's what I was dealing with. So, and my, I was getting into trouble.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: I was heading down the wrong direction.
0: That was in Cleveland? In he? Cleveland. Okay.
2: I was heading down the wrong direction. A lot of it had to do with the environment, Mm -hmm. lack of opportunities, lack of guidance. So I was heading in the wrong direction. And like they used to say back in the day, I was throwing bricks at the penitentiary. Okay. (laughs) So so my mother called me. She said, boy, what is wrong with you? You know, I don't want to get into detail, but I got in some trouble. (laughs) She said, "Chucky, you got in trouble down here. We had to send you back to Cleveland. Mm -hmm. Now you up in Cleveland. Mama don't want you up there. You, 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 you doing too much. Right. What is wrong with you? I said, Ma, I don't know.
0: <laughs> I genuinely do She doesn't. said,
2: I love you. We going to figure this out.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I'm going to get you a, a ticket and come on back down here. We going to figure this out. Mm-hmm. The first time I left Cleveland and came down to Atlanta, I was bucking. I didn't want to come. Right. But at that point... I was just like, I gotta submit. I'ma go on down there. I, I need to do something before I end up in a box yeah, yeah. Or, in a, or in a joint. Mm-hmm. Cause a lot, a lot of the guys that I used to run with to this day, either they did in jail. It was just a few of us, like that, that I was really close with, that I was doing my thing with. There's only a few of us that's that's still here, yeah, free. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So thank God for that. Thank God. And thank God for my mom not mm-hmm. giving up on me mm-hmm. and telling me. Baby, come on down. We gonna figure it out. We figured it out. It took a while, but hey, we figured it out. <laughs> Better so, late than
0: never. Yeah, yeah. So.
2: All
0: right. Does that answer
2: your question? It does. Did I get off topic?
0: No, no, that was a really good answer. So, yeah. do you feel like it was a culture shock? Cause like you went from Cleveland yeah. Midwest to Atlanta, the South.
2: Yeah, I, I went from hey, you a Garfield homeboy? What's up, nigga? Where y'all from? To nigga. Real talk. So it was like I had to deal with that. Then down I had to deal with that. Lord
0: have mercy. crazy. All right. So back to you meeting mommy, mm-hmm. you know, you, you did already say you were this like young fly guy, you know, yeah, you was kind of living young, wild, and free.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Obviously I happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so how did you transition from, I'm just living life and I'm young, wild, and free to, okay, damn, I have a kid now and I got to be responsible. How did that transition
2: go? Okay. I was like 19 or 20, had my own place. Me and my brother <laughs> and Jay boom had a smooth little uh, condo, fireplace, all that. Had my own car, I was working. And I was going to DeVry at the time. And she came to me, she's like, Chucky, um, I I didn't get my my thing for the month. I'm like, what thing? What the <laughs> hell are you talking about? And she told me, so we went, got everything checked out. She was pregnant. mm mm-hmm. So I had to represent,
1: mm-hmm.
2: you know. So uh, I think at that time I, I started kind of screwing up in school, so I was just working, mm-hmm. you know. And then it went from me working to not working, <laughs> and then working again, then not working, and you know I used to run with a, 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 the mob. That you know we, we had a little a little clique. We was rapping, yeah. Like the, like straight up, we was rappers. Mm-hmm. We had a little group. And we used to fight all the time. Like, we used to go, <laughs> we used to go places and just fight. We'd be at steak and State and end up fighting in the parking lot. We'd be at the strip club, end up, like, we, so it ended up being kind of like a gang or whatever. <laughs> we
0: used to go out and rap and fight. had my
2: boys from Chicago. They, you know, they, uh, had, like, gang culture, vice lords. Um, had a couple guys from New York. You know, one of them was from Queens, the other one was from upstate, like, Syracuse or something like that. Mm-hmm. Street cats or whatever. But, uh, I was I, I was kinda on the wild side.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, then when you came along when you was when you was born, I was still wild <laughs> Yeah. Like on, on so many levels. We we, we was uh wilding,
0: Yeah.
2: But I was working as well. I, I I always held me a job down. Yeah. But I dabbled here and there, whatever. Okay? A little
0: razzle dabble. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: So one day, you know, you were staying with your with your mom and her parents mm-hmm. for a short time. Mm-hmm. So, I would go over there, and we'd be out on the swing, and you had these big, pretty brown eyes, <laughs> and I i was just looking at you, and you was looking at me, and we was swinging, and I got ready to go. I had to go work. I was yeah. working at Chili, mm-hmm. So, I gave you to your mom. You was reaching for me. You was crying. Oh, you had a fit.
1: That's funny.
2: And I rolled off. I was like, man, fuck this. <laughs> I said, I got to get... I, I fell in love with you. Yeah. Like I, I got to get my shorty. You right. know what I'm saying? So... I, we end up getting you and y'all came to move with me and it, it's been on and ever popping since. ever since yep.
0: Right, so that's
2: kind of how, how that happened. It, it, it's like it happened instinctively.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. I, I was in a <clears throat> some situations where We like me and me and a couple of my partners was about to do a caper. I'll just say it like that and It was in, it was a, it was in full effect, you know what I'm saying? And I was thinking about that look you gave me. And I was like, hey, bro, we fucking up. They're like, what's up, man? You bitching up, nigga. Woo, woo, woo. Call it what you wanna. I said, bro, y'all know me. Mm-hmm. Ain't no bitching me, bro. Fuck this. Look, Hey, shut this down, man. Let's go. Mm-hmm. They're like, man, you tripping this woo. It's so this, that. We can get this. We can bust it down. They're mm-hmm. trying to talk. I was like, nah, that's it, bro. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So when we got back, they're like, what's up? I said, bro, something happened to me. If we would've got jammed up doing that, or shootout, because we, we used to get in shootouts and all that. If we got in a shootout, whatever, and I I got hit, who gonna take care of my shorty? Period. They ain't had no kids. Like A, a lot of them mm-hmm. niggas used to come over at my crib and stay with me. Mm-hmm. My 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 crib was the spot. That's where everybody used to come. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Bust they work down. Drink, party. That's where the girls used to be at. They, we We was mm-hmm. lit back mm-hmm. then. So... It was like, bruh, that I I, I got to slow my roll. Right. So it was like I was still. It, it was like a transition for me. Yeah. I had I had to cut the streets all the way off,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and and get on my grind. Like I got to pay rent. I, I want I want my daughter with me. I want to be the one she looking up to. I got to establish a relationship with her, and it was instinctively like mm-hmm. I got to establish a relationship with her so she know who I am. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? She got. I want her calling me daddy instead of looking at another nigga calling him daddy. Then she started growing into a young lady. He looking at her, touching on her and shit like that. Then I get out and have to kill him or whatever. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. So all that was going through my mind. So I had to slow my roll. Right. Yeah. So that you know. That, That's what's up with that.
0: That's a great answer. So you actually touched on my next question. Mm. And I was just going to say, you know, growing up, I feel like you just naturally had the parenting thing down on whack. I mean, of course, nobody has a handbook to being parents, but I feel that you handled it in a really great way. And something that I I always... Yeah, you're welcome. Something I commend you on is I feel like you had a really perfect, like you had the perfect balance of transparency or or like relatability and, and being a disciplinarian. So how right. did you find that balance to be like, yeah, we're cool, but I'm also your dad. Well, oh,
2: that go, that go deep with me because like they say, you know, being a parent don't come with directions yeah. and instructions. It, it's natural. You got, you got to kind of figure it out. Mm-hmm. You really have to figure it out. Mm-hmm. And if you really love your children, you're going to figure it out. You know what I'm saying? You go, it, it's going to come natural. You know what I'm saying? Like, with me, you know, I, I have a dad. I got a stepdad. Mm-hmm. But, I, like, growing up, my dad wasn't all the way 1,000 like high on am with y'all. Yeah,
1: yeah. With me. hmm
2: You know what I'm saying? I ain't trying to diss him or nothing like that. It is what it, it is, what is. It is what right. Uh, was I hurt about the uh, abandonment at times and the years without talking to him and birthdays coming up, Christmases, I don't hear nothing. And... Me being involved with stuff. He's not there. Did it hurt me? Yes, it mm-hmm. did. Just to be, just to keep it G with you. Right. Uh, I was working at a job and I was standing out on the deck and I was just looking up at the stars like, damn, man, what am I going to do with my life? What am I here for or whatever? I'm mm-hmm. thinking about my dad and all kind of stuff. So my manager came. I was a, a guy named Mitch Ireland, little white cat. He was a little short white dude with curly, blonde hair. (laughs) Came out like, dude, what's going on? Chuck, you ain't been yourself tonight. And I just opened up to him about my dad, my relationship. And he said, bruh, he said, just when you, if you have kids... He said, I got a feeling you're going to be a great dad, man. He said, just don't do that to your kids. Remember how you how how you feel about how he's doing mm-hmm. and make sure you don't do that with your kids. And that stuck with me. Yeah. Big ups to Mitch Ireland, wherever you at. Right. you know. But he dropped a jewel on me and he didn't even know that. Right. So, I was thinking about that. And just another thing that helped me, I'm a big kid at heart.
1: Yes. Especially
2: back <laughs> then. I, I've always been silly, a clown, yeah. like to have fun. So, that helped me too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Just... Just being a, a, a real cat, just not being selfish. Everybody got their sense of selfishness. Yeah, I feel that I am selfish in, in certain areas. Mm-hmm. But uh, as far as opening up and wanting to take care of y'all, yeah, I love, I love raising y'all and being y'all dad. Yeah. So um, you know, it's just a combination of a lot of things. You
0: know. Well, I think you did an excellent job. Yeah, yeah, I'll thank say it time. Thanks. For sure. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, Something that I am learning now that I'm a parent is sometimes it's hard to kind of take, like, step back and really focus on you because your whole situation is about being a parent being a provider making mm-hmm. sure your family is taken care of right. but recently you were able to make a career change and go into cdl truck driving <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so trucker yeah you're for sure uh, a wrapping trucker what is that youtube
2: with truckers with bars truckers with bars. yeah i did the truckers with bars challenge uh y'all could y'all could just google truckers with bars and y'all see me in there, I got bars, I was flowing. Yeah. Hella bars. Yeah, so it's, it's a lot of truck drivers that look at YouTube or that has channels mm-hmm. that participated. So you got a lot of talented guys and females that actually did the Truckers with Bars challenge, and I did participate. And I, you know, I dropped, I picked some bars. <laughs> yeah, I heated the mic up. Yeah,
0: for sure. So talk to me a little bit about how you finally got to a point like, you know what, I'm about to, I'm, I'm gonna just go ahead and do this.
2: Well, I was in the warehouse business before I became a truck driver. I was working in warehouses for about 20 years. I've done everything. I've done, you know, uh, dock work, you know, working as a dock worker, forklift operator. I've I've operated the cherry pickers. I've operated the narrow aisle pickers. It's like a big red forklift with an arm and you could pick off the shelf on the left and hit the lever and turn it around and pick boxes off the shelf on the right and pallets. And I, I've done that. I was, was a shipping clerk, a supervisor, assistant manager. I've done everything with the warehouses, got burnt out on it.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: A lot of the warehouses down here, hopefully it's changed, but a lot of the warehouses down here, they wanted to work you, worky worky. work, you, work, you, work mm-hmm. you, but you wasn't really getting compensated or paid what you know for the work that they was having you do and i just got tired of the the whole grind i wanted to get into something to where it was more versatility more professional oriented and put myself in the position where i could use trucking as a stepping stone to to evolve into an owner operator or Mm -hmm. business owner or a real estate owner and i'm on my way right so you know i chose the path of trucking because i know that it's lucrative because working in the warehouses, you're dealing with loading and un- unloading trucks. And I got an outgoing personality. I mm-hmm. uh, interact with a lot of the drivers and they're talking to me about, yeah, man, I just got my CDL. I've been driving for a year. I- I'm make- I'm making sixty thousand a year running for FedEx Ground. I make I made sixty-three last year running for these people. My homie just got over at Walmart. He making ninety thousand a year. They got a fifteen hundred dollar bonus last week. So I'm listening to all this money. I'm like, I need to get some of that. You know, that's a big piece of pie. I want a piece of that pie. Right. So I I chose trucking and I made more money than I ever made in my life.
0: Nice. So do you feel or do you sometimes wish that you would have done it sooner or do you feel like everything happens at the time that's supposed to happen? Honestly,
2: I feel that everything happens when it's supposed to happen. Mm -hmm. But I know that I should have did this (laughs) years ago. Yeah. I should have did it years ago. I, know, I think I, No excuses, no, no offense, yeah. but well, you know, things happen. For nah, fuck that. I should have been, I should have been getting to this money, right. like I'm getting to.
0: I selfishly am thankful only because you know, when you are a trucker, you do spend a lot of time away from right. home, right? right. So. Me selfishly I'm saying like I'm glad you did not cuz I know that the reason why me and Charles and did turned out the way that we did is because you were very present in the right, house. Right right. Yeah. So I'm thankful for that but I can also understand from a financial standpoint damn I should have been Yeah 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 well,
2: from a yeah that's a good point from a financial standpoint. I say that I should have been doing it but uh the reason that I held back because when I was thinking about doing that, I started doing research to get in the game you would have to get with a company and be over the road mm-hmm. uh, to go through training. And then you, you know, you got to be gone away from home for two weeks at a time, a month at a time, come back for a couple of days and go back out. I didn't want to commit to nothing like that and keep me, you know, in all these different states with young children, raising kids. Right, you right, know right. what I'm saying? I feel this is impervious that you and your kid's life.
0: S A T say word. Yeah.
2: When, when they're, uh, transitioning from you know elementary school to becoming teenagers and you know people coming at them with you know with the blunts and hey you know it's cool to split a blunt down the middle and let me show you how to roll and how to sell and i knew what was going on yeah you know, you you know what was, uh, I yeah. rolled up and, you know, all the GD throwing, well, you know, all that. You, I knew what was going on in the hood yeah. and I I didn't need to be away. Word, You know
0: back. what I'm saying, so, All right. Yeah. So to kind of piggyback off of what you say, you, you, you basically said that now you're making the most money you've ever made. Yeah. And I feel like in conversations we had off. All- off the podcast you kind of enlightened me to some struggles you had mm-hmm. but growing up I feel like you all did a really good job of not necessarily letting us know just how difficult it was I know right. in some situations it was right, tight right. but your your focus was hey we're family as long as we're good and we hold each other down everything's gonna be straight so if there was a little struggle here or there we just like got over we it. Got through it yeah we got through yeah, it we
2: stayed down when we came up
0: right you know so I mean? would you say that that was the one ideal you wanted to instill in us if not and if that isn't what is the main thing you wanted to raise us with what is the main paradigm you wanted to raise us with
2: just being realists, realist
0: mm-hmm.
2: having a lot of common sense Seeing things for what they really are. Don't try to be something that you're not. Mm-hmm. And live life to the fullest. You know what I'm saying? Like... Uh, family unity. Like what we got... Can't nobody take away from us. Mm-hmm. You can't put a... Cent per mile or... <laughs> an hourly salary or yearly salary on that. We got real love. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what I wanted to deal with with us. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And uh, teach all... Or, or create a blueprint for y'all to kind of go by. So if something happened to me, y'all be able to stand on y'all on two feet and y'all be able to survive. Right. Because that's what it's all about. Ain't nobody gonna give you nothing. Facts. Somebody might every once in a while. Right. But
0: don't expect it.
2: Have an independent mentality. A go, a go getter, Mm -hmm. a grinder. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: You know what I'm saying? Like for real. You going to school? Put yourself in a position where when you get out of school and you jump you jump out into your career, you coming in the game fifty thousand a year at least
1: mm-hmm.
2: fifty sixty, and then your man he bringing in fifty sixty
1: mm-hmm.
2: some people say fifty thousand ain't a lot of money or sixty thousand ain't a lot of chew, money. Chew. <laughs> okay, yeah. that's what some people say.
0: You'll be comfortable.
2: You can survive off of fifty thousand a year mm-hmm. if you ain't trying to do too much.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You know what I'm saying? If you if you you smart with your money, right? If, if you making if you making fifty five thousand right out of school in your twenties, and your man making fifty five sixty thousand in his twenties, y'all got a kid. I guarantee your kid's not gonna want for nothing. Right. Your kid's always gonna have a roof over their head. They're always going to have food. They're going to have the extras. Mommy, we having a, a school dance and I want to get a, a whole new outfit. You're going to get her an outfit. You're going to want your daughter to, to look better than any girl. So you're going to go all out. You <laughs> might get her a little gold necklace to go with her. little. You know what right. I'm saying? Right. You can do that when you're making that money.
0: Right.
2: When you paycheck to paycheck, a paycheck from being homeless, and, and, and you know, as soon as you get sick or something go wrong, them people call me about them bills, oh that I am so sorry, oh I hope you get better. They want their money. Right, regardless. They gonna come repo your car or you gonna get through out on the street. hmm Your job, them phony motherfuckers. Oh, oh, we hope you get better. Oh I'm I'm so sorry. Then they talking behind your back. She's faking ain't nothing wrong with her. She she sits around and gossiping. <laughs> they 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 gonna start trying to set traps to get you out of there. Right. You know what I'm saying? Then once you out of there you already paycheck to paycheck, then you asked out. Right what you got to stand on. You can't save no money because you paycheck to paycheck. Right. Your car breakdown, you, you you barely getting by your car that your car break down, seven hundred dollar repair, that's gonna set you back. Then you struggling. Can't Trying wait to income tax yeah. return come back. You know what I'm saying? Right. So get yourself in a position of where if you go to school, go to school, know what you going to school for. When you get out, you know, it's uh, this opportunity in that field, and this is what I'm be making in this in this field that I'm getting into.
0: Nice. You know,
2: set, set yourself up to win. Right. You know what I'm saying?
0: Absolutely.
2: Yeah, real talk. So that's how I was with trucking, and I'm winning. Facts. I uh, I've always had flat cars.
0: Mm-hmm. But
2: I, I I've always like paid cash for my cars. I don't like car notes. <laughs> but you know, you you seen? I've had mm-hmm. Cadillacs with TVs, rims, uh old school. But you know, mm-hmm. since I've been driving, I I'll say I've been on my on my grown man, like on my business. Yeah. Uh I'm not working to get by. I ain't getting no get by money. Six mm-hmm. six, seven hundred dollars a week, five hundred dollars a week. I'm I'm getting get ahead money. Mm-hmm. You what know, So I'm making I'm making <laughs> I'm I'm doing good. I don't wanna put You're out some
0: what I'm, Yeah, I'm I'm yeah. getting
2: money right now.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. off truck driving as a company driver and I go hard. But what I'm doing my grind is to like I say, I'm on this get ahead money. I want to invest, so I'm, mm-hmm. I'm I'm setting myself up to start investing in real estate. Might possibly invest in my own truck, you know, owner operator. I, I just want to have more iron, a lot of irons in the fire. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, more more than one egg in the basket. Cool. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. So, yeah. so- truck driving was a good move.
0: But, <laughs> good yeah. move. So
2: what is the difference between being daddy and being papa? I look at it like the same because like being a daddy and just so you know I've been being I've been called daddy since I was like, four, uh-huh. well, like yeah, about 13 really I, So it, it wasn't that word wasn't nothing new to me but, yeah. <laughs> but anyway <I'm> um <laughs> being a dad like I say was fun you got this this beautiful little baby that you just saw like come out of your 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 wife or your girlfriend at the time or whatever
1: mm-hmm.
2: and this is it's like a miracle you know what I'm saying you you raise this child and this child brings so much joy you have so much fun you got like this unconditional supernatural instinct over your child and then when your grandbaby comes that same joy. You feel that joy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's like a beautiful, this is a human being. This is a, a precious, innocent <laughs> life. Right. She don't mean no harm to nobody. She's just an innocent little baby and nobody better not fuck with her, you dead. Real tall. Like Real that's, talk. that's what that's how I feel about Jay. Like yeah. that's how I felt with y'all. Yeah. So it's similar. Mm-hmm. But it's like this is my my baby's baby. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yes yeah, it's it's all love. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. It's like Y'all girls, y'all y'all bring all the baby powder and, 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 and all that out of me when I look at y'all. You know what I'm saying? The baby powder. Yeah, all, all the good stuff, yeah. That's
0: hilarious. Yeah. All right, so now that me, Charles, and Chantel are pretty much grown to mm-hmm. like, like we're not little kids anymore, could you say you're proud of what we've turned out to be and oh, what yeah, you've definitely. done as far as yeah, raising definitely, us?
2: Definitely, yeah. Charles is an asshole, <laughs> just, just like me. Uh, you, you're, you're, an idiot. no, yeah, I but, mean you
0: know, no, no, suburban but... piece of
2: shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but now uh, y'all are wonderful kids. Charles, my boy. Work. Yeah, man, you know I, I enjoyed him when he came over a couple weekends ago. We got out and shot. Cool and we chopped it up, and yeah, he, he's a good young man. Um, he's got a style of his own. He ain't out here trying to have like I'm from the streets or and trying to have that persona. He's he's a he's himself. Kind of, yeah, he's himself. He's yeah. a kind of kind of nerd, kind of square, but kind of cool. He yeah, he's he a combination of a lot of shit. <laughs> uh, but that's he, he's my son. He's a good dude. Yeah. Yeah, I love him. You you are amazing. Chantel's grown turned out to be. Uh, mysterious, <laughs> uh, different, very pretty girl. Yeah, y'all, y'all winning. Y'all Weren't doing good.
0: Thank you, know, you. Y'all got
2: that annoyance on y'all. Yeah, I, I pray for y'all every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that God oh, protect y'all it. and and put people in y'all life that keep y'all safe and and bring y'all closer to Him. Because mm-hmm. that's the ticket with me. I can't speak for everybody else. A lot of people don't even believe in God. Mm-hmm. He's real,
0: so real. Yeah, for
2: sure. Like like he, you know, I put him. I was going through a lot of of. Uh, problems or whatever and I put him first I said I'm gonna put you first and I'm ready to to change my life and, mm-hmm. and start doing things different or whatever and he he's done some amazing things in my life right yeah so I pray through him for y'all nice you did what I'm talking about
0: for sure yeah. and to wrap it all up final question what advice would you give to a new father and to a new young father that's trying to figure this thing out
2: okay to the new fathers I want y'all to listen to me. Listen up. Alright, if you got a kid, it's gonna be hard at times. If you got a young lady, man, try to treat her good. You know? You might be doing your little one-two in the streets or whatever. You gotta leave that stuff alone, G. You mm-hmm. know, get to know your kid. Go all out for your kid. Spend a lot of time with your kid. You know what I'm saying? Get that, get that bond with your child. And uh Everything will come to you, you know. Instinctively, if 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 you love your kid, everything's gonna balance out, man. Be there, be there for your kid. Don't give up. If you got a good woman, and you know, try to encourage her. You know, start building a plan with it. Like, hey, baby, we got this kid. I love you. If you love her, mean it. Don't just tell her that, that shit. Preach. Like, 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 really mean it. Praise, and, brother, and and. and, and, and women they you know they could doubt what you say, but they'll believe what you do you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying show her that you love her like baby let's get a let's get a five year plan or let let's get a plan let's let's move in the same direction because if if you and your girl moving in this in the same direction and it's positive, you're like, okay I'm gonna go to school to uh get my degree in in uh radiology or cardiovascular sonography, and I want you to go ahead and pursue your career as being a lawyer or, or whatever and once we complete it's going to be a struggle or whatever but once we complete and conquer our goals we're going to be on top
1: mm-hmm. and I want to
2: be on top with you baby it's like when I see a Benz that I want with the retractable hard top the, the transformer top with the with the, uh, 4G auto rims on I want to be able to go get that motherfucker when you come home from work one day I want to have a Lexus SUV with the big ribbon around it, like happy birthday baby like I want y'all to be on that type of mentality, you know, just, uh, if you got your kid, don't just do it for yourself, do it for them, you know what I'm saying? Have that winning mentality, that unconditional love, get a relationship with your kid, not know, uh, I'm just going to pop through, uh, on Friday or or on Saturday and, and, Drop off a couple packs of diapers and, and go walk around, push the baby on the stroller and then leave and go hit my other couple bras mm. and stay away for about a month. Then come back with a pack of diapers. You're looking like an asshole. You're not no real man. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Be a real man. You, you The child didn't actually be here. I hear a lot of guys like, yeah, man, my girl tripping, she, my, you know, my girl got pregnant. Nah, nigga, you got her pregnant and take two to the tangle. Facts.
1: Your girl, your, your,
2: your girl didn't get pregnant. You got her pregnant, so represent, be a man. Take care of your child. If you got doubts, get a DNA test. You know, do what you got to do, but take care of your, your child. Be a man. Nice. You know what I'm saying? Real, real talk, baby. And I wish all the new fathers the best. I wish y'all number success, man. Facts. Real talk.
0: Love and success in... And- 2K19. Yeah, Daddy, that was a good conversation. Oh, thank
2: you. Yeah, you, that well, was 2K good. 2K Superfly, fly like gangster, Chucky Luciano out here. You know, Cleveland finest right here, baby. Yep, yeah, all
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> All of that. Thank you again for having the conversation with me. I I know you're going to do podcasts and stuff like <laughs> that, but I think that this is going to be a good one. I hope yeah. that everybody enjoys the conversation. I hope you picked up a couple of gems that he dropped. Yeah, free um, my homie Dre, man. Facts. Yeah. This is this is who I build with damn it every day, guys. This is this is Bliss,
2: M-O-B, Fives Up, Vice Lord. Love y'all, homie. Yeah. We're going to get up.
0: All those people. Stefan, I
2: know you hear me. We're going to get up, baby.
0: Word. Yeah. All right, guys, so per usual, thank you so much for tuning in to What I Think About This Week podcast. Make sure that you like, comment, and share. Slide in the DMs. Let me know what you thought, what you want to talk about in future episodes, and I hope you have an amazing week. I will talk to you next time on What Did I Think About This Week?
1: 100